Welcome back to Family Reunion Podcast. Welcome back. We are here doing an in-person episode for the first time ever. Our first one. It's actually really exciting. I'm very happy about this. Is this episode seven? I have no idea. I think it's episode seven. Yeah, yeah, we're here in person. We have some technological upgrades. Yeah, I hope you can hear the difference. We really hope you can hear the difference. Um, And hopefully this is going to help our you know, really low-budget Zoom situation yeah. that we've been operating on. Correct. We've we've really leveled up to this massive mic. <laughs> yeah, Santa brought me a microphone for Christmas, and she's pretty big. Yeah, a, it's um, a big daddy mic. It's actually a big Yeti, is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's called, oh, Blue Yeti. A Blue Yeti, um, same thing. Yeah. She's big Yeti. <laughs> she's a big Yeti. <laughs> we've taken it upon ourselves to have this be a little early 420 episode yeah and so that's where we're at to ring in the new year yeah to ring in the new year it was only Um, right yes grandma i'm really sorry if you're listening to this to all of our family we apologize (laughs) yeah I mean, my family doesn't care. Yeah, neither my does My dad mine. gave us this weed, Yeah, that's so. true. I told my mom we were doing it, and she was like, oh, that's so exciting. <laughs> like, me, like, I am a fun guy. Anyway. So, happy, it's not 420, it's it's 1-6. <laughs> it's actually the t- three-year anniversary of the insurrection, so that's why. <laughs> that's yeah, why it is. And that we need to smoke to get through the emotional trauma yeah. that those whack-ass Republicans did. Yep. And if you don't think that's whack, please don't listen to our <laughs> podcast anymore. We're now a political podcast. <laughs> we just got really political on Family Reunion. We're here. We're a little yeah. bit buzzed. Feeling great. Feeling we great. have some burritos that we're going to get back oh, yeah. to later. I'm actually stoked about that. The theme of this episode is to talk about our 2024 predictions, mm-hmm. manifestations, goals, resolutions. The whole thing. So we're going to start with that and we're going to see where we end up. Should we talk about our pop culture? Oh yeah, a pop culture moment. We were just discussing this, <laughs> yeah. but then we decided that we should record it. So. What needs to be talked about is Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell's press tour for their new movie, their new rom-com I mean, I know that it's a marketing situation because, like, of course it is. They're doing press. But I need to know, like, how much of them doing those interviews is marketing and how much is real because Sydney Sweeney is engaged. Also, who is making them sit basically on top of each other? Like, their chairs are always, like, glued together in all these interviews when normal people sit, like, a foot apart. I haven't seen any of the interviews. Oh, my God. I, didn't I need even to show you all of them. About this until, like just five minutes ago and you told me yeah Um, i am the human e-news instagram that's good because i i don't look at any news i will never i will never miss an e-news post you want to know about pop culture right here do you follow people magazine too oh yeah anything who's talking about anyone (laughs) i'm following now that i know like now that i think about it I feel like there have been a number of times where I'm, like, stalking a celebrity's Instagram, and it's, like, followed by Jenna Mankowski. I follow everyone. (laughs) I need to stay up to date. And I see it, and I'm, like, They're very niche sometimes, too. Yeah. 
I mean, obviously, all the Vanderpump people. Yeah, duh. But I'm like, I'm always like, oh my god, of course Jenna follows this person. If I don't follow them, they're not as relevant as they should be. How many hours a day do you spend looking at Instagram? Do you want to know how bad my screen time is? I mine's horrible. I don't. Mine even is let really bad. Get the notifications. I, anymore. the last week of when I was in Rochester, we were all looking at our screen times, and it said a week I was on TikTok sixty-seven hours. In a week. That was just me on my TikTok. Okay, so 67 hours. How many hours are in a week? I don't fucking know. Let's do the math. Okay, 24. Okay, 24, <laughs> 24 times 7. 168. So then, wait, wait, wait. So then divide it by, by 64. Six, yeah. Or wait, what was it? 67? So, okay, two and a half hours a day. No, two and a half days. Two no, half... no, that's that's the sixty-eight hours over For the, the si- yeah, yeah, over yeah, the yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It, it's two and a half hours a day. Which okay, I feel like wait, that can't be right. Two and a half. I'm on TikTok. That's two and a half days. I'm on TikTok sixty-six hours a week. I can't be on it two times a day. That'd be fourteen hours. It's two days. Two and a half days. I'm on TikTok. That's like oh my god. Wait, that's crazy. <laughs> that's like fifth. <laughs> Oh my god. (laughs) Okay, this week is good. I've been on TikTok 40 hours. My daily average is four hours and five minutes. Four hours? Are you unplugged? (laughs) Oh my god, are you off the grid? Four hours. What am I? I mean, last week it was five hours. Week before it was three hours. Um, okay. Okay. Anyway. So, pop culture moment. Yeah. Jenna follows everybody on Instagram. Yeah. That's where we were. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to say about them? Sydney Sweeney and Glenn. Um, no, you had said earlier that it was giving Ariana Grande with something. Why? Okay, I was talking about how it was giving Ariana Grande. It reminded me of Ariana Grande and Ethan Slater. SpongeBob. That's all I have to say about that, <laughs> really. Like, <laughs> I, w- I want to talk about how insane ariana grande's dating life is because she's literally just cheating on everyone all the time and everyone is cheating on their significant others with her i've okay first of all if you're gonna cheat on me with ariana grande i'd be like you know i get it no because that would make me feel devastated no i would also i would tell everyone that it happened to me everyone yeah i would post tiktok immediately i would tell everyone that it happened to me because that's kind of a flex but also, I'd be like, like, how am I going to get over this? What circles yeah. is my boyfriend in to hook up with Ariana Grande? But, like, okay, if the my psychological boyfriend, trauma. If my boyfriend got the chance to hook up with Ariana Grande one time. Yeah, that's also true. Like, I would let him. I think I would, too. Because I'd be like, But I'd still tell everyone about it. Of course. <laughs> it's definitely all of our business. Like, I'm telling everyone about it. But, yeah, so... I kind of I get that from the other people's. Who perspective. would you call first if you found out your boyfriend? You. <laughs> I mean, now if it happens after this, definitely you, but probably you anyway. <laughs> like Jenna. That that would be like the best day of my life because how can we hang out with Ariana Grande? I if that takes putting my boyfriend That's fine. out there, I'll put him out there. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Anyway. So. And on Ariana Grande's part, 
she literally told us, break up with your girlfriend because I'm bored. Yeah, and I... She warned us. She's... <laughs> that used to be my motto freshman year of, high school, of college. You know what my pop culture moment actually is? Is today, as we said, is the three-year anniversary of the insurrection. <laughs> and so I opened Instagram this morning, you know, as I often do, and I do follow... Kamala Harris I, and Joe Biden. I knew you were going to say that. I knew. I was Because I knew. these posts they're, they're brutal. are so funny to me because it's so shady. Her, She had this series of posts. If you didn't see it, please go look at it because it's it, it made me laugh this morning. Her first post, like first thing this morning, she's like, Kamala has been waiting for her moment. No, she's been ready. She's been ready. These have been drafted. Oh, yeah. They were sitting in her drafts for months. Yeah. So she posts, I was at the United States Capitol the morning of Wednesday, January 6, 2021. And not long after I left, the chaos began. And then she has, like, this whole caption. And I love it. That day was crazy. But... These posts just made me laugh because she, I don't know, she was just ready for this. It very much gave the energy of, like, I'm going to be the one posting about this and blah, blah, blah. Because I didn't, I don't think Joe Biden posted anything about it. I think most people are pretty, no, he has pretty somber on the, oh, wait. I'm sure he has to say something. Yeah. Yesterday, he just posted Trump lost. Joe Biden posted a tweet a screenshot of a tweet or an x or whatever it's called and it just says trump oh, lost you know like how no twitter is like x i know but it, i've never heard someone say an x well, what did really you funny. say i i everyone still calls it twitter so okay so a tweet <laughs> um he says trump lost the popular vote by 7 million 60 court cases in gop controlled states before judges he appointed at the Supreme Court, recount after recount. Why is recount this in bullet points? State. This is a sentence. I know that's what I was thinking. <laughs> For our listeners, this is in bullet points. So each of those items was its own. That's thing. A, its own prepositional phrase. It is. There's definitely a prepositional phrase in there somewhere, and then it says, "Yet he still doesn't understand the basic truth. You can't love your country only when you win," with only in all caps. That's what's like the post, and then. The caption is literally just Trump lost with a period. I hope this isn't, like, inappropriate to say because I know that this event is, like, very... Traumatizing. Like, I don't know what category of, like, event it goes in. Like, is it terrorism? is it terrorism? Because, like, I could see I'd go, that. I'd go with terrorism. But by our own country. Yeah. So I don't, you know, I don't know if it's inappropriate to make light of the situation in this way, but, like... The energy of the posts from Joe and Kamala is very much giving, like, a girl that got cheated on. (laughs) And then it's giving, you know what it's fucking giving is? It's giving Ariana Maddox. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So who's Sheena being like, it was about me? Trump. (laughs) Oh, wait, no. Who's Sheena? No, no, no. Sorry. That would be Raquel or Rachel or whatever. Sheena... Who's Sheena? Because the past like, month, Mike, all I've been seeing is her on podcasts going, it was, like, this was really hard I for me. too. Why isn't Ariana taking care of me? Because you weren't cheated on. What do you mean? 
Sheena needs to shut her mouth sometimes. <laughs> she really does. She's but so crying. who is the Sheena? Like Mike Pence? You <laughs> <laughs> guys, it was really about me. <laughs> He's like, no, they were they were celebrating me. <laughs> So, anyway, it just it's giving that energy where it's, like, the girl that got cheated on that's now, like, ending up on top. But, yeah, so that's just what it reminded me of. Um, but, anyway, enough about pop culture. Mm. Let's dive into our resolutions. <clears throat> I have one right off the bat. Okay. It's not a resolution. It's more just a statement and a thought. Okay. Um, I am fully prepared to have a boyfriend this year. Wow. I feel that this could be the year I get a boyfriend. So you're not, like, manifesting it, but you're just, like, opening the door. I'm finally opening the door. That's... In 2024. I love that. It rhymes. <laughs> Dr. Seuss over there. That was great. Um, um no, I'm, I'm, like, fully open to the idea, and I just... I'm feeling that a boyfriend will be in my life this year. And if not, and we have to look back on this podcast and I'm still single, I might cry. Well. I think it's time. I haven't had a boyfriend. The last time I had a boyfriend, I was 19. Yeah. I'm 23. About to be 24 in a few months. I've been single long enough. I think it's time. Okay. I'm feeling, oh my god, no, I need a job. <laughs> I need that's why 2024. I need a job. Okay, but you you need a job. Like that's what you're manifesting. I'm manifesting for. a job. Oh my god, I should have put that way before the boyfriend. But no 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 no. Because you're manifesting a job and that's your goal, but you're just opening the door. Yeah, that was just my 2024 thought. Yeah, that's okay. okay yeah. That's just a my thought. yeah, my first manifestation. It's a job. Okay. I feel like for me, 2024 is going to be, like, a year where, like, I'm going to have to, like, work really hard at a lot of things and Mm -hmm. kind of just, like, put my head down and grind in certain ways to then reap the benefits of that in, like, 2025, 26. Yes. I'm very much on the same way. So, I'm not expecting or, like yearning for this year to be like fun 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 all the time yeah even though of course I would love that but I just feel like it's gonna be like a very transformational year yes for me as well I have gotten really good vibes so far from 2024 Mm -hmm. I just she's like calm I can just like sense good things but also this is like a big year yeah and I mean it's an election year so yeah Maybe she's not going to be calm. No, the last time I felt really good, it was 2020. And so that kind of made me nervous. And, like, I'm kind of having the same vibes at the right. start of 2020. Because oh it, really, it felt really good. And I'm just I'm just getting good vibes. I also heard Gemini's This Is Finally Our Year. Oh, my god! I've heard it several times. That's, that's so, good to know. And it's the year of the dragon. I was born the year of the dragon. Oh so I'm just getting good vibes. Also, well, I have to get good vibes because I just so desperately need a job. But I graduate this year. Mm-hmm. I go to Europe this year. Yeah. Which is really going to be the highlight of my year. I'll be in Europe on my birthday. I'm also a little bit upset about turning 24. I feel like that's a fun age. But that one feels the most real out of any 20s I've ever hit. Yeah. Because 22 felt like really nothing. Yeah. It was just like, okay, I'm kind of an adult now. Yeah. And then 23 was kind of like, hmm there's something happening 
But now it's like, so you're in your 20s. You're and like you're going to be in your 30 20s. in about 30 seconds. 19 was my favorite age. I shall never remember that. I think like 20 and 21 have been my favorite ages. 19 really just like, it really did it. Yeah, but I don't know. That's how I feel about 2024 is yeah. just like that it's going to be a little bit of a grind. Yeah. But I'm okay with that. Yeah. And then some of my like manifestations are just like wake up and grind just every day wake up and grind no i would say some of my manifestations are like to calm the fuck down oh yeah i need <laughs> to be i need to bring my some of my california energy into my east coast yeah. life because i am high strung uptight annoying mm-hmm. bitchy and so not patient. I think I need to relax. Yeah, I think that's definitely at the top of my list is like calm down because I spent a lot of 2023 like frantically wondering and worrying about what I was going to do after graduation. Literally same. So this year was emotionally hard for me. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. Like in theory I had like a good year like I'm in grad school and whatever like I have good friends and everything like socially it was a really good year but emotionally it was so draining yeah and anxiety ridden yeah it just felt like a little bit bumpy felt very transitional for me actually the first half of 2023 was amazing the first six months were absolutely amazing I was like basically done with college like everything was great Last six months of college were, like, five time. So that was the first half of my 2023. And then as soon as, like, even summer, like, I was like, okay, I have to just move out now. Yeah, very weird. And then started a full-time job. So the second half has been, like, a little bit rougher than the first half. Yeah. But the first half was actually really great for me. So, I don't want to, like, discount that. I feel like I had, like, the best friends, so much fun all the time, just didn't have a care in the world. I went to Europe. I went to New York. You've been kind of all around this year. I did travel a good amount. Yeah. The first half was good to me, and I feel like those are the vibes of, like, maybe the second half of 2024. Okay. Like, you know, or, like, going into 2025 for me, but I feel like right now it's kind of just... I need to also get a job after this internship and, like, figure out a lot of things. Yeah. One of my favorite content creators who I've definitely already talked about on the podcast before, Eli Rallo, TikTok, Instagram, Mm -hmm. um, she put out five types of New Year's aspirations to have rather than having resolutions because her whole thing is, like, resolutions make it feel like something is wrong with you that needs to be changed Mm -hmm. versus like something that you want to strive towards first aspiration is a mental health one and i said that i wanted to write and read more i think i also want to read more over break i read three books and i feel really good about myself that's a lot um yeah so i'm i really want to read more but it is hard to read like when you're really busy and it's easy to get out of the groove um I would, in theory, like to start journaling, but I just don't know if I can do it. Yeah. I feel that. It's hard sometimes, yeah. like, when you're tired after a whole day. Yeah. Um, okay, the physical one 
physical health one, I said move my body three times a week. Whether it's like walking, yoga, or like a full gym sesh, but like something like three times a week at least. I think that's good. I also, I, I used to work out every single day, like seven days a week. And I want to like slowly get back into that because I want to feel really good about myself when I'm in Europe. I get that. You need to like build up your confidence yeah. before going. Um, okay, so the selfish one, for me, I put like being happy and satisfied and okay with choosing a job or like choosing the lifestyle change after my internship ends that is going to make me the most happy Mm -hmm. so whether that's like taking some time away from working on productions all the time to just like recenter myself and like save money or or like going into a cool job that I like get after this yeah but like you know not letting people be like oh my god like you know what are you doing like how could you not like what do you mean you're like working at a coffee shop you know it's like maybe i just like need to chill yeah, for a little bit like a mental reset yeah so that's my self selfish one yeah i think i don't really know i mean like this is going to be the first year in my life where i actually start my career and it's not i'm not going to be in classes anymore And I'm going to be very young with an MBA. So I feel like that's a lot of pressure on myself to, like, be in a company that is, like, very well known. And, like, all of these pressures that come with getting an MBA of, like, company name and salary and everything. But I think I would like to just, like, even if it's not, like... I think just be realistic with myself of, like, Mm -hmm. I am younger and it's okay if I'm not. Like, I have so much time to reach all of my goals and it doesn't, like, all need to be, like, within this year. So just, like, taking what's at reach and something that will fulfill me for the time being and then I can worry about, like, the end goals of my career in a couple years once I've had my foot in the door and, like, am used to working in corporate America yeah that's crazy yeah um okay the next one is the selfless one and I said like to communicate with family more but that's not entirely selfless because like I like talking to them too so I don't know if that's like a good one that's a good one I honestly don't even know what I would say for that um maybe like doing mental checks on my friends a little bit yeah the long distance friendships yeah Yeah. because we do talk like pretty much every day and we do like you know we're talking about whatever's happening in our day and all of us know that if we're like having a bad day we can all like call any one of us but maybe just like checking in like individually every once in a while just like hey how are you Mm -hmm. thinking about you yeah Whatever, just want to make sure you're doing good. Because, like, I would like to receive that text, you know? Yeah. Like, that's, that's a nice text to receive. Yeah, that's true. Everyone reach out to two friends today if you're listening. <laughs> the two friends and family members. Um, oh, yeah, that's cute. 
Okay, the next one is the fun flirty hobby. Mm-hmm. And, like, okay, mine is, like, kind of a grandma one. Okay. But I said I want to find the best pastries in Berkeley before That's a I That's a good move. one. So then I can just, like, go around and eating eat pastries all the time. Okay, I really like that. Yeah, I think going to restaurants that I haven't been before. Because especially you're going to, like, not be there anymore. Yeah. yeah. And also just, like, going on some more dates. And they can take me to the new restaurants. Exactly. Do it on I actually, I do that time. all the time. I'm like, where do you want to go? I'm like, actually, there's a really cool place. Blah, blah, blah. That's and I'm so like, iconic. no, I've never been here, actually. I love that. Yeah. That's how, I, that's that's how I'm doing my food tour in Rochester. That's amazing. Um, okay, and then the big goal, which we kind of already talked about. Mm-hmm. But mine's just, like, to kind of calm down yeah. and, like keep working towards my career but yeah. just like you know take it easy yeah i and yours is like to get a job yeah just like get a job hopefully in marketing or brand management and something that hopefully will be creative i know that's not always realistic with my first with my first job but i like need creativity in my life i can't just be looking at numbers all day so i'm hoping that a company that i work for so if you're listening to this and you know of anything (laughs) take a look at our podcast cover art because jenna made that so she's very creative i try my best do we have any like pop culture predictions right okay i don't know going back to the whole like ariana grande ethan slater thing do you think they're gonna get engaged i could see it what i could honestly see her being pregnant oh my god with his baby i feel like she's she wouldn't let that happen. Her people would not let that happen. Yeah, you're probably right. And she has to do Wicked. Yeah. So, she unfortunately. Can't. I think Brianna, Chicken Fry, and Zach Bryan are going to move in together. Mm. Okay. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Do we think anything will I move forward? I feel like they're going to get engaged. Do you think they're going to get engaged? I really do. I feel like... It's not a PR relationship. No, like it's people not. People at first like thought it was, but I really it's it's not. Because also that just wouldn't make sense as a PR. Like, no, she should be with like anyone in music, right? It, or like acting if it was PR. Yeah. So I could see it. I mean, how old is Travis Kelsey? They're like, both the same age. So he's like, like 34, 33. So yeah. I guess is that like that's kind of old for football. Sure. I feel I like know. that's kind of I think so. I mean, he's been in it for a long-ass time. But um, I think I would feel really sad for them if they got married and got divorced, especially because both of their parents are divorced. And I feel like you know you, a lot more about this. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, both their parents are divorced? I'm like, I didn't know that. I did not know Taylor Swift's parents were divorced yeah, or Travis Kelsey's. Both their parents are divorced. Okay. So... I mean, I obviously don't know what that's like, but I'm sure that's very traumatic. And then for that to happen to you, which I'm probably has always been a fear. And then it's like so public. The songs would probably be insane, though. <laughs> that's true. If they get married, what's she gonna say? No, about? I I cannot wait to hear the first. It's gonna be like literally. It's just gonna be called like Football Boy or something. <laughs> like fifty yard touchdown. <laughs> Straight to my heart. Field goal to my heart. 
I was gonna say like who do you think is gonna win the Super Bowl, but I honestly don't even know who's like up for it. I, I don't think know. The Niners have a good chance. That's what I heard. I heard butt too. Also, and it's I January, think, so I there's think, time. Yeah, I think the Bills have a good chance. I think. Okay. Dolphins, maybe I don't know. The Dolphins are good. I think. I think they've been good this year. I think these are the teams that, I that we know. Only know that because of Braxton Berrios. I obsessed. We talk about I'm, this every. I know, every and episode. I'll never fucking shut up about it. I, I even watched his episode of Hard Knocks, where oh, she was had yeah. like she was in it for like a couple minutes. Yeah. I I'm excited to see who gets invited to the Met Gala. The Met Gala is my favorite Monday of the entire year. Okay. It might be one of my favorite days of the year period, like second to my birthday. <laughs> okay. Um, I think I'm trying to think of would be a crazy person to invite they've kind of gone up and down with influencers they've kind of stopped doing that that would just be alex earl is not that big yet she cannot she's like you never know though like because she is big because james charles was at the met gala like three years ago oh my gosh i just love emma chamberlain i've really gone up and down with her on this podcast i've dragged her and then i haven't (laughs) She's gone from, like, zero to a hundred. Like, she is interviewing everyone. Okay, Alex Earl has 6.3 million followers on TikTok. And I think she has a similar amount on Instagram. I think she might have... I think she has three million on Instagram, but I don't know. I'm just kidding. Okay, so she has... Oh, Emma Chamberlain has 15 million followers on Instagram. Yeah, but she's also, like, much more mainstream at this point. But when she first got invited to the Met Gala, I'm sure she was around, like, five. Yeah, so maybe she will be there. Maybe Alex Earl will be there. I give Alex Earl... They're, like, the perfect couple to invite, though. Two, Think about it. Two years until the Met Gala. If the... But, okay, how about if the Dolphins win the Super Bowl? That changes the game completely. But that would make, probably, him have an invite with a plus one, maybe. You don't think they both would get invited as a couple? I don't see Anna Wintour choosing Alex Earl yet. Okay. I don't see it happening. I'm hope... Oh! Oh my god. I know what I hope for the Met Gala. I hope that Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet show up together (gasps) as a couple. And that's their first couple thing. That would be iconic. Because they eat up the Met Gala. Do you think Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are going to the Met Gala? A lot of people say so. I think that they would too. Well, she might not be here. Oh. You know her whole calendar schedule. (laughs) You're like, actually, she's booked and busy that day. She's She can't make it to the I Met Gala. I think she really might be in Europe. She's a maybe on the Met Gala. Because I think she's in Spain at the end of May. So she might mm-hmm. be, like, in the UK or something early May. Because I think it's the first, it's either the first or second Monday of May is the Met Gala. But Monday, you probably don't have a concert on a Monday. Yeah, but she's probably not going to. Well, you to New know. York, it's really pretty close. Yeah, from Europe? Yeah, it's I like six like hours. I she'll be there. To, like, Ireland from yeah. New York. So, potential. It's a potential. Travis Kelsey has never been to the Met Gala. No. They haven't really gone to anything together. No. They're, they're but just Landon Barker. Now. Well, they went to the PG. Not PGA. What's the tennis shit? The U.S. Open? The U- is that tennis or golf? No, that is the U.S. Open. <laughs> Wait. Is, I don't know. Whatever the tennis thing is in New York, <laughs> the like big tournament, they were there together. Okay. And they were sitting together. But that's not, like, a red carpet event. You know what I no, mean? No, they were also at the Beyonce concert together. Okay. And that's when the first things we got of them kissing. 
that was prior to oh. tennis. And then tennis happened. And then we recently, we hadn't really seen anything since until <laughs> I am e-news. I am e-news. <laughs> I know, you are e-news. I'm, and then, <laughs> I'm like, okay, then what happened? <laughs> and then Landon Barker, Travis Barker's son, was like posting Snapchats on their Christmas Eve party, which is another one of my favorite days of the year. Oh. And they were in the background of Landon's Snapchat. Right. And then also she's been at his games and they've been seen out and about. Timothy and Kylie. Wait, are we talking about Timothy and Kylie? Yes, that's what I'm talking about. I thought you were talking about Taylor and Travis this whole time. (laughs) He said Landon Barker posted them. What the hell would Landon Barker be doing with Taylor Swift? I I know, I was like, didn't I see a TikTok that Taylor Swift was like? I look at you, I'm like, what games is Timothy (laughs) Shalomay Okay, okay. I can give you the whole rundown of Taylor and Travis, too, and all their sightings. I know, I was like, you know all these things that I didn't know. I'm like, I don't think Taylor and Travis went to the U.S. Open. That doesn't seem like that. No, them. they didn't. They weren't dating. But, them. okay, but Timothy Chalamet and Kylie, yeah. Yeah, I want to see, I want to see a picture of Timmy and Stormy. Yeah, I definitely am not tuned in enough to, like, have predictions about things. Clearly I am. Um, I'm excited. Aren't the Golden Globes are on Monday? Oh my god, they're this Monday? There's something on... Or Sunday. There's something tomorrow? on Sunday. Tomorrow? Oh my god, I'm so excited. I feel like, is <gasps> will, it the Golden Globes? Will Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey... No, she only goes to... Do you think they're gonna go to the Grammys together? Okay. I don't know. When okay. are the Grammys? The Grammys are, like, soon. They're probably, like, in February or March. It is award show season, which is my favorite time of the year. I love seeing what everybody's red Tomorrow carpet. Tomorrow at 8 p.m. is the Golden Globes. Okay. What are we awarding for the Golden Globes? Is it movies? It's acting. TV movie award. Yeah. Okay, so it's just everything. So it's, like, not actors. an Oscar, but it's, and like... it's not an Emmy. I'm so excited to see what everyone is wearing. Yeah. If they could make me... A red carpet correspondent. I would oh, eat the, the crowd up. Oh, because the Golden Globes, it's like where they sit at the tables and yeah, eat. And then yeah. the Oscars, they're like sitting in seats. Yeah, and like the regular rows. Right. Okay, but so this, this is, is like, like the actors This is only. like the opening party. Yeah, opening to award show season. Okay, so by the time this episode is out, the Golden Globes will have already happened. So Yeah, congrats to all the winners. <laughs> okay. Are we gonna know all of these? We'll just do it. They're okay. in order from important okay. to least important. Okay, so perfect. we can just yeah. Okay, the nominations <laughs> for the best motion picture drama okay. are Anatomy of a Fall, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, and The Zone of Interest. Okay. I haven't seen any of those movies, but okay. Killers of the Flower Moon, that's the Leo DiCaprio movie, no? Yes. Okay, so that is a chance. I feel like Oppenheimer has to sweep this because of how major it was. Yeah, I the only movie I've seen out of any of those is Oppenheimer, but I do My agree. parents watched Past Lives last night. They loved it. Okay. I think. Okay. But I feel like it's going to be Oppenheimer or Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah. Um, I feel like Oppenheimer has to sweep every category. But Killers of the Flower Moon had like a stacked cast. 
I could see it being Oppenheimer. It was an amazing movie. Yeah. And as a, you know, 22-year-old teenage girl who doesn't know anything about atomic bombs, mm-hmm. like, I was fully entertained for three hours. Okay, It was, that. like, I enjoyed it. But I do feel like there's also a lot of, like, lore about it because yeah. of, like, the whole Barbie. Barbie, Barbenheimer. Yeah. So I feel like that's why I saw it. But I didn't see any of the other movies, so I can't confirm, you know what I mean, if they were good or not. But I, I think it's going to be Killers of the Flower Moon or Oppenheimer. Yeah, agreed. Okay, best motion picture, musical, or comedy. Okay. We have Air. Okay. American Fiction. Mm. Barbie. Mm. The Holdovers. May, December. And Poor Things. Okay, I've... Oh, I want to see Poor Things. That's with Emma Stone, I think. Air has, like, Matt Damon, and it's about, like, Michael Jordan's life, and, um... Yeah, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, yeah. Um, well, Barbie. Okay, so of the, all those movies, I saw Air and Barbie. Did you like Air? I liked Air a lot. Okay, I haven't watched it yet. And it's, like, again, like, I don't watch basketball. I don't know a lot yeah. about Air Jordan, or at, about Michael Jordan. Jordan. But it's, like, it's so iconic. It's, like, the shoes that we all wear. Yeah. So, I really enjoyed it, and the movie, I think, was well done. And then, of course, Barbie was amazing. But, again, I feel the same way about Barbie as I do with Oppenheimer because of all the spectacle about it. That, like, I, I'm kind of, like, biased in that way. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. how to, like, boil it down and be like, that was a good movie. Yeah. I love Barbie. I think it was genius. I love Barbie, too. My mom didn't really like it. She said it was simply okay. Oh, my God, Kathleen. I know, kind of. I was, like, kind of, like, whoa, do I need to rethink everything? (laughs) (laughs) But Barbie, like, it was such a good movie, but it was also has all this, like, other political social implications. Yeah. It was absolutely not what I thought it was going to be. Me neither. Like, I I was totally I couldn't have, like, even guessed it. I, I fully walked into the theater, like, expecting it to be like a cute little story about yeah. like margot robbie being barbie very much same and, and it was like I, so people are having suicidal thoughts and you're like oh the whole thing with like the girl like being annoyed by her mom made me cry i was like oh my god do no. i make my mom feel like this i had the same thoughts i was like so i've been the worst yeah so that was not what i was expecting obviously everybody saw it um so that's what i think about that um best motion picture animated okay boy and the heron elemental spider-man across the spider-verse mm. suzumi oh. uh the super mario bros movie and wish okay so i've heard good things about wish and whatever like the first or second one was elemental was yeah. the other disney one um i feel like spider-man kind of has to take this i didn't see that one i don't think i saw that one either but i heard it was like just as good as the other ones so the multiverse yeah because it's a board. sequel to the multiverse okay um i could see it being elemental i haven't seen that either but i, I... heard the mario movie was garbage okay because Here's what I don't understand, because Chris Pratt played Mario. Oh, yeah. And I'm thinking, Mario's Italian, and all of our Nintendo games 
had Mario with an Italian accent right. as a man. Right. So why would you make So Chris it's Pratt? literally just Chris Pratt talking like yeah. Chris Pratt and being like, I'm Mario. You're not. Yeah, that's kind of a swing. I don't like it. I one. don't like it. Her Jack Black was awesome, though. Okay, next category is cinematic and box office achievement. Barbie, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, John Wick, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, Oppenheimer, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Taylor Swift The Eras Tour. Whoa. And so maybe she will be there. Okay, and then Super Mario Bros. I feel like it has to go to Barbie or Oppenheimer. I agree. It. I feel like it has to go to Barbie because it. It's the highest grossing movie that oh, a like woman directed. A woman, yeah. So I feel like. And if like, she doesn't win, well, that's just misogynistic. Yeah. Okay. Best motion picture non English language. Oh, we can just skip that. Okay. <laughs> you mean because we have no idea? Yeah. I mean, if I had to guess, it would be the three, that are also in the running for best picture anatomy oh, of a yeah. fall past lives and the zone of interest that's a past lot lives probably i've heard a lot about that my parents watched. that's a lot that's half the yeah, nominees in the crazy. best drama. maybe we should watch them i not right now well absolutely <laughs> not right now i don't want a serious ass movie okay best performance by a female actor in a motion picture drama okay so annette benning okay. kaylee spain is it spanny don't know okay don't care Carrie Mulligan, Greta Lee, Lily Gladstone, and Sarah Hewler. Probably Killers of the Flower Moon, girl. Yeah. I would say that, too. Okay, male actor in a motion picture <gasps> drama. Andrew Scott, Barry Cogan, mm-hmm. Bradley Cooper, Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Coleman Domingo. Okay, so Leo gets snubbed no matter what he does, so we can just, like, X that off. I feel like it has to go to Hillian Murphy. Okay. Because Bradley Cooper's movie isn't big enough yet. He plays a conductor. Saltburn has been, like, taking over the nation. But um, I feel like Hillian Murphy for Oppenheimer has to take okay, it. Okay, I agree. Um, okay, best performance by a female actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Emma Stone. <laughs> Fantasia Barino. Jennifer Lawrence, Natalie Portman, and Margot Robbie. And then the one that we don't know how to say is Alma Poit. This is going to make us sound so dumb. I know. Um, I feel like Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was Barbie and she killed it. And she was the producer. Yeah. I didn't see any of the other ones, so. No Hard Feelings was good with Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. Next is Best Performance by a Male Actor in a Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy. Jeffrey Wright, Joaquin Phoenix, Matt Damon, Nicolas Cage, Paul Giamatti, and Timothy Chalamet. I have not seen Wonka. I heard they say the word bussy in it. (gasps) What? (laughs) I saw it on TikTok. Oh my god. Okay. I don't know. (laughs) Well. I have a crush on Matt Damon. Oh, obviously. I've had a crush on Matt Damon for years. He's so cute. I know. Like, what is that about? I don't and know. And he's, like, funny. I know. He just seems like a... Did you know he met his wife at a bar? Oh, my God. She was bartender. <gasps> and he just, like, liked her. And then they went out. And now they're married. Oh, my God. That happened to Matt Damon's wife. That's so cute. I hate my life. <laughs> Maybe you'll meet the next Matt Damon. 
Oh my god, um, I'm manifesting that. That's your manifestation that yeah. you're gonna meet the next Mad Damon at a bar. Yeah. But yeah, okay, again, I didn't see many I saw Air, I saw Matt Damon in Air. I think he was really good in that movie, but and I haven't seen any of this other shit. I haven't so. either. Nicholas Cage would never win anything as Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Ryan Gosling as a supporting actor for uh people picture. are going to praise the fuck out of him for playing Ken the way he did and not give Margot the same support i think wow that's, that's a hot take i think that's my prediction wow they're going to see his role is somehow like harder to make likable or something wow and, and that's think, like meta because that's yeah, what the barbie movie I know. is about and i i fully believe that's what's gonna happen wow i think Margot is gonna get snubbed this award show season and i'm not manifesting that for her no that's horrible yeah i agree Wow, okay, well, that's something to think about. Um, <laughs> I didn't see Killers of the Flower Moon, but, you know, either. Robert De Niro. And then I Robert Downey Jr. was RDJ. really good in Oppenheimer. Really? He, he was really good. He had to play kind of like the villain character, and I thought okay. he, did it, he did it well. So, okay, best director... Greta Gerwig has to win. I hope she okay, wins. Okay, but she's against Christopher Nolan and Martin Scorsese. That's true. So. I feel like and one Bradley of the, Cooper. <laughs> but I feel like out of all of the award shows, or at, like between this and the Oscars, that's true. Maybe Barbie will take more here. That's so sad. I know. Or maybe maybe I feel let's like, manifest the opposite. Oh, I I manifest. Maybe Barbie the gets snubbed at the Golden Globes, but sweeps the Oscars. I would love that to happen. I don't think that's gonna happen, but I would love that to happen. Okay, well, that's our 2024. I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to add? Absolutely not. Yeah, those are our 2024 predictions, manifestations, and apparently Golden Globe predictions. Yeah, a lot of a lot of predictions. Um, yeah, thanks for listening to our first in-person episode and our first with our new mics. Yeah, hopefully this sounds, like, <laughs> so high quality. You're going to be like, I am just in shock right now. Yeah, Actually, we're going to keep up with our predictions throughout the year. If oh, anything... about the Golden Globes. Oh, uh, well, that too. <laughs> if anything in our predictions comes true, we have to talk about it on the Yeah, pod. you're like, January 6th, we're going <laughs> to keep up with our predictions. Um, okay, I think that's it. Thanks for listening. <laughs>